What's up, Voidheads? It's Erica and Jose. We're back again for another episode of Devoided. This time, it's going to be a little different. Uh, we are a little bit intoxicated, and hopefully, we have a good show and you do not unsubscribe from us. I hope you're subscribed to us, by the way. But anyway, um, what's been going on with you? Hey, Erica, it's great to be here for the second episode of Devoided. And I'm going to let our listeners know that we have 13 listeners in the first week. Like, we are already what? climbing the ladder. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if, if, you, if there's someone huge. out there who felt like a hipster because they listened to us, I'm going to tell you, you're not a fucking hipster. Everyone likes us. I mean, we are as big as... Um, I don't know, Tupac or someone who is actually alive. We're, we're like bigger than Joe Rogan. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm sorry, Joe. I looked up to you, but... Now we're looking down on you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's pretty much it. I don't know, Erica. It was a very good week, especially a very good day. I am really happy with how things have worked out. Uh, I guess a quick, a quick update. I did my first food photo shoot today which is kind of a weird thing to update on, but it was a big step for me and I feel glad about that. And on Yeah, I saw that the pictures, they look really good. Like I definitely wanted to eat all of that food. So good job. Thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, and I, I don't know, It's it's been a, a good week, especially a good day. I'm really happy. I've had some beers today and we have actually postponed this a couple of days because one of us was drunk and <laughs> Today, and we said, okay, we're going to record when none of us is drunk, but we had a better idea, and we're recording when both of us, <laughs> we, we are both drunk, so let's get to it. Tell us about your week, please. Well, you know, uh, we are in quarantine, so I really spent my week, um, and I've been redecorating uh, my room, I got, like, a new bed, you know, like, on Wayfair, you can like get stuff for cheap. I got this thing for like a hundred bucks and it looks fucking expensive. So um, I like got a new bed, I mounted my TV, I put up art on the walls. Um, so that's pretty productive for me. Uh, I also bought a candle making kit. So, you know, I'll have an update on that next week on my experiments with candle making. <laughs> uh, I'm getting a little Martha Stewart, but that's pretty much how my week went. That's pretty awesome. I'm actually looking forward to the candle making, not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. That sounds really exciting. But what changes did you make to your room? Tell us about it. I mean, I, I, I expect you go full Marie Kondo on it. Well, actually, I have actually seen some updates about that. And it's, it's, it's very encouraging to, to know that there's someone out there of both of us being productive. <laughs> Well, I think you're definitely more productive than me. But yeah, no, I totally Marie Kondoed my room, uh, got rid of things I didn't need. And, you know, when you have a lot of clutter, you feel kind of, uh, what do you call it? If you can hear that, that's like neighbors outside playing loud music. Um, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, when you when you feel like you're surrounded by clutter, it feels like, you know, you can't think and maybe you're kind of buried in a cave of your own. And I think that's how I felt for a long time. But no, it felt really therapeutic to get rid of, you know, clothes, books, just random things that I've had for so long that I don't need. I, I haven't seen them in like four years. Like, <laughs> why do I still have this? So um, I hope that, you know, a lot of people out there uh, are doing this. And if not, maybe you could give it a try because I guarantee you'll feel better after doing it. I mean, 
how did you feel better? Okay, that that's a really fucking stupid question. What I mean, <laughs> what I mean is, when did when did you start feeling better? Because I'm gonna be honest with you, my room is a mess. I try mm -hmm. to keep it clean, and somehow I achieve it sometimes. But one week after, it's a fucking mess. Not, it's not dirty, dirty. It's just messy. And mm -hmm. I'm gonna let all listeners know that I'm a really successful guy. So my office <laughs> is my parents' garage. <laughs> <laughs> so, and this garage is a freaking mess too. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've tried to clean it sometimes. I feel like I succeed. I feel better, mm -hmm. but I can keep it. Uh, I can keep it or order. So. Well, the thing about it is, the less stuff that you have and hold on to, the less junk that you have. Things that, well, what Marie Kondo's philosophy is: if it doesn't spark joy, then you thank it for its service and you kind of get rid of it, um, and you know, donate it or whatever. But um, I think, you know, if you get rid of the clutter, you get more organized. You can feel your sort of thoughts free flowing and it's just rather than being surrounded by all that filth not that you're in filth but i was <laughs> and i definitely feel better <laughs> well that that's great that's great i i have actually noticed a change in your mood because we totally talk every day and uh -huh. i have noticed <laughs> it i have noticed it and so congratulations i hope it's a really good experience for you and i hope that making candles like now i'm i'm picturing your room like a very nice place <laughs> with candles so the candles add, add a, an extra an extra step so yeah it is and you know knowing that the fragrances and the you know the sort of mood lighting given off by candles that's created by me that's you know nobody else made that candle i did well, very rewarding as, <laughs> as long as you don't make the candles that this lady gwyneth paltrow did Oh, that's, oh, Gwyneth that's Paltrow, okay. the vagina yeah. candles. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was tempted to buy those uh, just to kind of <laughs> see what her vagina smells like. Because, uh, like, what kind of expensive douches does she have? Or what kind of, like, Hollywood doctor does she go to to have, like, her, like a vagina air freshener? You know what I mean? Like, okay. <laughs> what does that smell like? <laughs> Can you actually make a vagina smell? Okay, fuck it. I'm not going to get into that. Anyways... <laughs> As we were saying, we're going, we're getting to our first topic, and I want our listeners to know that we do have like uh, a structure, but it's not set in stone, and we discuss it like five minutes before going on air. So yeah, quickly, we're, so we, we're very professional. Like there's no one as, <laughs> as professional as as us. Okay, this is the beers talking now, and well, actually, the beers not talking because I made a fucking mess. Anyways. Our topics today include, first, we're going to speak about the Pentagon, uh, not not releasing because these videos have been out in the public for a long time, but they actually have acknowledged that these videos are, are like the real deal. And these are fucking UFO videos, so if you get spooked easily like me, I recommend still listening and then at 3 a.m. not sleeping because that's what badass people do. And we are, we are making a Wikipedia black hole after that. We got a really strange article that I have no idea what I'm going to talk about, but Erica is going to totally carry that section. And after that, if, <laughs> after that, if we still have time, we're going to, we have a little surprise for you guys. Anyways, so the freaking Pentagon, Pentagon, I think it's the right, the right pronunciation, 
released UFO videos. Tun, tun, tun. Okay, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read like the lead of the article quickly. The Pentagon Please. has officially released three short videos showing on on fuck. I can't read that unidentified aerial phenomena that had previously been released by a private company. The videos show what appear to be unidentified flying objects rapidly moving while recorded by infrared cameras. Two of the videos contain service members reacting in awe at how quickly the objects are moving. One voice speculates that it could be a drone. Okay, so thank you so much for accepting this topic because I love this fucking topic. I so, love it too. Let, let's start with this. I want to ask you, do you have any experience with UFOs? I have never seen one, no. But, I mean, I don't doubt they're out there and I don't doubt that there are aliens. We can't be the only planet with living life on the planet or in the universe is what i'm saying there's this video game called xcom and mm -hmm. at the start of xcom well actually xcom enemy unknown because there are a lot of xcoms at the start of xcom enemy unknown there's a quote from arthur c clark and it says i should probably skip all the video game shit but anyways Whatever. Go for Arthur, it. Arthur C. Clarke said, There are two options in the universe, and I'm butchering this quote. This quote. There are two options in the universe. We are either alone or we aren't, and both are equally terrifying. And I completely agree. Like, there's not a way we're not going to get spooked. So, my experience with UFOs is non-existence. Not non-existent, but my parents, both of my parents are dentists. And mm -hmm. when you graduate from the, from a, a medical school of any kind, let's say dentist, uh, nursing, med actually becoming a medic and all that, you're going to make something called social service here. From people that don't know, I'm from Costa Rica, which is not Puerto Rico, so I'm not a part of the U.S., just making that clear because a lot of people get that mixed up. So you got to make social service for two years. So my parents got married. They made social service, made me, and, <laughs> and they had, uh, that's a lottery, and they got uh, their social service at a town named Upala, U-P-A-L-A, -A, which is near the border with Nicaragua and very, very rural. Right now, it's not that, that uh, rural, but back in the 90s, it was, and we're talking 91, 92. So this still happens today. My, my country has a lot of volcanoes. Like, if you are driving to Opala, you see a lot, like a, a lot of mountains on the east. Well, on your on your right, I don't know if it's the east. It should be the east. There's a lot of volcanoes there, and um, there's a lot of sightings of UFOs there. And one day, my parents were going back to Opala because they came to to the central area of the country where both of them are from every weekend and they were coming back and i was a baby i was in the back i obviously don't remember and this is what they told me and they say that uh they were driving because between one city and upala there's like maybe 20 or 30 miles of nothing like absolutely nothing like not a house there's just plains there's just mountains there's just uh nothing there's I, i've i've driven through that stretch and at night is fucking spooky so my my dad and my mom said that on the right, like at the at the base of the volcanoes, there was they could see a light that looked like uh, one of these. Have you been to a fair that there is this game where uh, where you where people spin around? You know, we call it the ballerina here. 
I think. Yeah, <laughs> I can't it, remember it, the name okay. right now. <laughs> Let's say if you go to a carnival and there's one attraction that you get on and all that bullshit. They like saw a some, ride, like a Ferris yeah, wheel? Like, yeah, exactly. Like a Ferris wheel, but okay. not okay. a Ferris wheel, but it has like flying chairs and it's sideways. Oh, I went on one of those last year. I literally almost threw up, but that's another yeah. story another time. <laughs> okay. That's for the end of the episode, probably. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they saw one of those. And my dad said he started speeding up because he got spooked. Anyways, Ooh. yeah, that's like, they. there's no real explanation because there's not a town around that. But one day I was with my grandpa. I was maybe like 10 or 12 and his car broke near our home. This is not a, a direct UFO story. And we got a, a towing vehicle. And this towing vehicle, the people who drove it were from Upala. And they said that that's really common in the area because they started talking. Mm-hmm. My, my grandma is very uh, hospitable. So she invited them to the house and all that. And um, then they started saying, yeah, it's really common that you are driving and then a ball of fire comes from the sky and start driving like uh, maybe half a mile from your car and then it goes back up so there's a lot of stories of that and that's uh that's my story with that people say that it has something to do with the volcanoes that maybe these guys come and recharge whatever i don't believe any of that like i I don't know (laughs) i don't believe any of that but i do think i don't think ufos are lava powered or maybe they are (laughs) exactly exactly but um that's pretty much it. I mean, th- that's my experience with UFOs. Now, what I think about is another freaking topic. Okay, so did you see the Pentagon videos? I did. What do I you did. think? What do you think about them? I mean, I'm not scared. Like, if I saw one, I don't think I'd be scared. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think I'm more fascinated than anything. And I think I don't think they were scared in the video. I think they were fascinated as well and kind of wanted to know a little bit more about what they were looking at but yeah um that is a weird sight like they were saying the winds were like a hundred miles uh an hour and like this craft was going against the wind just like no problem so yeah that that would be kind of weird to see it's 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 really weird well well this is can i can i go on a rant here yes permission to speak ma'am okay so (laughs) there's this documentary on netflix uh, I don't remember the full name, but it's called Bob Lazar, UFOs, and Area 51 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, there, there's this guy called Bob Lazar, and it's really shady. It's really, I think really I shady. just saw that on Netflix. I yeah. didn't watch it, but it, I just put it on my watch list, actually. The documentary is trash. Like, Jer- okay. Jeremy Corbell, who is the director, he's not a very good director, and he makes more fucking drama than he needs to. But the story uh-huh. about Bob Lazar is pretty fucking interesting, because th- there's this guy who back in the 80s, I think it was, or 70s, I, I don't remember exactly what what uh, what uh, date it was, but he says that he worked on a propulsion system near Area 51. And here's the shady thing. He says that the propulsion system, he was fed information. He says that he doesn't know if the information that he was fed was because he they were trying to keep him off track, but they, the information that he was fed was said that this propulsion system which he describes as something that repels gravity and use element 115 uh, which by, by the way when he started saying it in the 80s didn't exist and now it has been proven scientifically scientifically that it exists he said that um 
that it, it, it used that. So, and it does it have it, a name now? Element one fifteen. I don't know. Name? I don't know. Okay. Like okay, so he, he he said that, but I have no idea if if it has a name. And it it's like what those elements that you know mathematically that exist, but they maybe they don't really exist in in our planet. You know, like you know they can exist and they probably do due to statistics because the universe is so fucking huge that there is a chance that they will exist. So yeah, anyways, this this guy, Bob Lazar, said that, and he said that the, the the propulsion system, he tried to touch it and he couldn't because it, it, it like, uh, it was something like anti-gravity, you know, like something out mm -hmm. of a science fiction. He says that they had, uh, that in Area 51 or in this, in this lab, they had like 10 or 11 sh different ships. And the interesting thing is that he describes one of them like a Tic Tac, you know? like the candy <laughs> okay, okay that's the biggest that's the most interesting thing because okay let, let's finish with bob lazar first this okay. guy bob lazar he worked in los alamos and he he's actually in the news when in the 80s because he attached a jet engine to his ferrari or something like that <laughs> yeah it's something really so, i mean you gotta be a genius to do that fucking shit but hit it anyways mm -hmm. there's a clear attempt from someone to discredit him and I, right. I'm discredit, discrediting him in the hardest way. Like, they actually erased his uh, educational record, but he's on the yearbooks, you know? Oh, wow. They actually tried to say he didn't wor work in uh, a lab called Los Alamos, but he actually did. Like, there's actual proof that he worked there. So if he was just a lunatic or a liar talking shit, why did someone try to go out of his way to discredit him? That's the big question. Anyways, let's jump back to 2014, I think it was, when these videos were recorded. Well, first of all, there's a video from the Mexican Air Force. I could probably link it in the show notes, where mm -hmm. um, the Mexicans, uh, the, Mer the Mexican Air Force, see a fleet of those things. And mm -hmm. one of them describes them like a Tic Tac. Not in the video, but after. And they say, okay, there, there's a lot of these things. There's a lot of things. They're flying. They describe the movement like in this in the exact same fashion as the, as the pilots who saw them do. And this is back in 2011 in the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. Now, nowadays, this thing comes up. So my boy Joe Rogan had uh, this guy called David Fraber on his show. And he's actually the guy who flew one of the planes who met these things. Mm -hmm. And I would totally recommend everyone not to stop this podcast, but after you give us a listen, to go <laughs> and listen to that episode. If it, even if you don't, don't like Joe Rogan, I understand he's not everyone's tea, cup of tea. Cup but of tea. yeah, but that episode is really, really good because this guy David Fravor, he says a lot of things. He said like, okay, when when they were doing like test flies and they were flying through the California mountains. And they saw like a, like a, how do you call it? Like a, a fire in the in the mountain. They knew they were probably hippies, so they <laughs> they said through the radio, "Okay, UFO time!" And they went up really fast, like burning their engines, and they turned them off so it looked like a fucking UFO. And they did it, they did that to mess with people, but uh -huh. he has no explanation whatsoever. And this is a really legit guy. Like there's no doubt that this was a guy flying this plane. He says. These are, look like Tic Tacs, they move really fast up and down, they get under the ocean, and we have no freaking idea how to explain that this, how they do that. Like, there's what no way. 
like some other government like russia or something like fucking with all the other governments like they created this like craft and they're like spooking everybody if anyone had this kind of technology there's no reason why they wouldn't go to war because they would fuck everyone up mm-hmm. like there's no reason why if you had a craft going that fast moving up and down so fast that could go under the ocean mm-hmm. why would why wouldn't you go to war you already won well i think it's more about like just scaring people you know like kind of like uh you know the u.s now we're like looking in our shadow or something like that you know what i mean like oh what what was that you know what i mean so that what that way when they do attack or whatever yeah well, but no, it was them how can i explain it <laughs> why are they doing it so secretly like if i wanted to scare americans and to the cia and fbi guys listen to this i don't want to <laughs> because i'm actually asking for a visa soon i totally don't want to uh, <laughs> I probably should have. I, I'm not gonna go on a podcast and give theories and ideas to people of how to scare Americans. That don't, that's we're not just a, talking shit to yeah, any governments ex- out ex- there. Ex- exactly, talking. exactly. Disclaimer: This is not my opinion. Uh, I would fly over populated areas. Maybe not LA, like maybe not New York, but mm-hmm. I will scare the fuck out of out of a town in Connecticut or Maine or uh, Seattle or whatever. You know, like not heavily populated. Like I would there. like it to be like Iowa, where no one fucking Ex- lives. Exactly. I, I would. Okay. I always kind of difficult because it's not on the sea. I will mm-hmm. like try to New Orleans. Let's say you go and make a fucking show out of there, and when when uh, USA planes come out, then they can find this thing. There's a chance this is a drone. Like yeah, I don't know some type of drone. I sent you a meme this week. And I have a very good archive of the memes I sent, <laughs> in which there's a guy looking at the file, and it says, "When people tell me the U.S. government will never say that," and it's like MK Ultra and poisoning St. Louis and all that, you know, like yeah. there, there's a very big fucking shady story of shady I mean, maybe shit. Maybe there's a strategic reason why they're <laughs> kind of like, yeah, that footage happened, that really happened, FYI, like, you know, we don't know their plans. So, I mean, but, I mean, I'm not ruling it out as, like, a completely alien vehicle, you know what I mean? But I feel like it's probably some government just fucking with other governments or fucking with people. Who knows? Yeah, and then you gotta consider why would alien visit us? I think there are several reasons. There's a, there's a theory that says that when aliens visit us, it's not gonna be like... A, like we think, like they're gonna deploy troops and fight us. Like they're just gonna. No, they're, just they're gonna, like scientists. They're trying to research. Just well, like when we go to other, well, when the U.S. sends aliens out there, like if we went to another planet, we're not trying to colonize it. We're trying to like <laughs> figure out if life could be sustainable there. That's one. Like, why don't they contact us? Well, do we really try to mess with chimpanzees while they're trying to fish? You know right like they're so advanced yeah it's amusement like i don't know if you have a dog and he starts uh, uh, standing on two feet you find it amusing because he looks like you you know so maybe these people say hey look at these fucking stupid monkeys they're making nuclear power like our first year olds (laughs) and what a fucking Mm -hmm. bunch of idiots you know (laughs) exactly that's one one reason but i think well i think that if aliens attack us okay when we are harvesting wood in the Amazons, do we give a shit about the birds? 
about no. the fucking reptiles. We just cut I the mean, shit. I mean, I do, yeah. but no. Yeah, I mean, if, if you were a, a tree cutter, you know, I don't know how to right. call this. Right, you're guys, yeah. a lumber person. A lumber, yeah. You're, you're just gonna <laughs> lumber the fuck out of the trees and get the fucking wood. So, <laughs> why would they care about us? Like, if they need water, they would probably just come and take the water. Yeah. Like, fuck you, I don't give a shit if you notice me or you don't notice me. But we're the last planet on in the universe that has water. That that's a well, there, that's not true because we have like, comets. We have like galaxies made out of H two O. The universe is a really freaky place. Like if you think this is the only place with gold, there's a probably asteroid shaped like a titty out there that it's made out of gold. <laughs> it's it's true. I mean, the statistics say there is. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, the universe is a really weird place and. The only thing that freaks me out is that there's a theory. I don't remember the exact name, and I should have prepared better to not look like a fucking idiot. God. <laughs> yeah, there's a theory in which says that we are probably way too late to the party. Like, all the civilizations already died. Oh, shit. Yeah, like, they already, already existed, and they died. And that's so what we're like some podunk town or something like that. Exactly, exactly. And we are like the last one and that's why we don't make contact because the party's over, you know. I mean I just think it's weird that like in like not even the universe, like but the galaxy, there's no there's no other life in this galaxy that we know of. Like that's crazy. This galaxy is pretty fucking big, that's a thing. Well did you see did you see that the the article that People found something they think it's a fucking spaceship from another uh, galaxy. And it's like legit as fuck. They found like this rock that is shaped very specifically and it's mm-hmm. flying and they know it's not from this galaxy and it's just floating through space. And oh, they shit. say, hey, this might be something. Okay. So oh it's like God. when ships get sunk in the ocean, like, and you find like an old pirate ship or something like that. Like, that's what that is. Something like that, yeah. Something like that, or that there's something sleeping in there. I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> let like me, let me predator <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, let me let me find something because I wasn't go that this big in a in a hole of this, but whatever. Okay. We're here. We're doing it. Do you know what a Dyson <laughs> sphere is? A what? A Dyson sphere. No. Okay, this is the bet the worst sentence to ever say it on a date. Say on a date, and I have said it. <laughs> and after I said it, like two minutes after, I said, "Okay, this is over." And the sentence is that episode of Star Trek in which they find. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, so this is like <laughs> there's an episode of Star Trek: The New Generation. Mm-hmm. In which they find the Dyson sphere. What is the Dyson sphere? This guy, whose last name is obviously, obviously Dyson, theorized Dyson. like in the 1950s or some ancient fucking decade like that, that if a civilization is so advanced, they're going to be able to get a... And I, I encourage everyone to Google Dyson sphere. They're going to be able to gather all the energy from a, from a star. So they're going to mm-hmm. make... like they're, in, in Star Trek, they surrounded the star with metal. And there's like a civili- civilization inside the metal. But usually Dyson Sphere are theorized to be just big fucking huge structures who gather energy around the star. And like two or three years ago, there was a legit report that we found the Dyson Sphere. Because there was something surrounding a star that wasn't natural. That's what the original report said. After that, it came like, oh no, it was just a planet. We just saw it in the wrong angle. But did we? Did we, fam? I mean, why, why would you say that? And then back, all, back up like that. 
Yeah. So yeah, if we f- because if we find a fucking Dyson sphere, that's total proof of a civilization. Okay, a Dyson yeah. a Dyson sphere can be like a ring around the star. It can be like something that covers part of the star, but it's so huge that it it allows the civilization to gather uh, all the energy from the star, or at least a big percentage of that. So there are many things. I mean, I don't know. There are many things that people have uh, have seen, have found. And I'm not talking about the nudge-up that said if the UFOs abducted him, you know. And maybe one of those are true. I don't know. That's another thing. But um, there are many things that make me doubt. Because you know what's the worst thing about conspiracy theories, Erica? What? That some of them are true. Yeah. That that's yeah. that's the weird thing. So yeah, I'm very excited that the Pentagon released this. And honestly, if there's a fucking year in which our life can be shattered and built again, it's 2020. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know what? We got Corona going, so like, why not have an alien invasion? Well, you know what I mean. Do you realize how crazy 2020 has been? Because uh, yeah, in, in January <laughs> we had like a. You guys killing this guy from Iran, Soleimani. Mm-hmm. Then I don't remember what the fuck we had, but it was. It was going to be crazy. like World War Three and shit. And yeah, like, yeah. Isn't it weird that like okay, so normally I don't know, like as I've been an adult, like time has gone by so fast. Like each month, it's like holy crap, it's already like the end of the year. But like January, there was a collective like wow, this month is so long, and it literally <laughs> was. And like March when like we all had to go into quarantine that was so long uh, like i don't and i think other people felt that too and it's just like what what is time i'm sorry i'm not high i wish i was but I'm no no it's it's a good question <laughs> because when i was a teenager and i was in high school or mm-hmm. in, in elementary and i don't know if it was because i was fucking miserable i'm still miserable don't get me wrong i'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna be disappointed by fans but ain't shit changed exa- exactly but i remember it was so fucking long. The years were so fucking long. Mm-hmm. Like when I was in ninth grade, it felt like fucking eternity. And I don't know if, no, it, if it's I, just that I hated high school. Well, I think there's this theory that, like, you know, as we're learning new experiences, like things tend to go slower. So, like, when you're growing up, it seems like forever because you're, everything is new for the first time. And I guess maybe in January when we thought that World War Three was going to happen, like, for most of us that's a new experience and like coronavirus that's a new experience we didn't live through like the plague or like spanish flu or anything so i think that's a new experience for all of us so we're learning um how to get through that so that just seems longer i don't know do you realize how freaking smart is what you just said i never thought about that (laughs) actually i'm I'm not even joking that was really freaking cool I've never considered think, it like yeah. that. I never considered well, it like that. Well, I think that, that uh, it's like philosophy 101. Like you, when you're growing up, you're like in an empirical state and you're just kind of like stupid and like drunk and you're figuring things out. And eventually at some point grow up into that, into like a responsible and um, more deeper thinking adult. <laughs> and I think time goes by fast because, you know, like you've been through everything and it doesn't phase you anymore. Okay, but you're telling me, and this mm-hmm. is probably true. I mean, okay, fuck, we're going into simulations now. Fuck everything. <laughs> okay. We're we're on a trip. We're on a wave. So I hope all okay. the listeners out there just ride the wave with us. 
<laughs> yeah, I just got a text from the FBI saying, stop talking, you know. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what I'm trying to no, say my is, FBI agent was like, true fam, but you got to shut up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm okay with the podcast, but you can't say this shit, you know. You're, gonna sp <laughs> you're, you're, you're dropping some truth bombs here. Okay, so... Fuck it. I'm gonna sound like I'm so fucking high, but uh, I'm not. I'm just drunk. So, so the way you experience the world. <laughs> Wait a second. Okay, so the, the way you experience the world is through your senses. So yes. let's say that our I'm gonna talk in weird language. Well, I guess not that weird if you're into this. So let's say that the outer world is like a code, and the thing that interprets the code it's our body through our senses. So it's very fair to say that if you are blind, you're not going to experience the world the same way as someone who isn't blind. So the world, when we think about the world, we think about the 3D world, right? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I can touch a titty, I can drink a beer, I can uh, go jogging outside, I can get spooked by aliens. That's the, the outside world. Mm -hmm. The pass of time is something we don't consider in our 3D space. We consider the 3D space as something um, stationary. Right. So what if, and I think this links directly to what you said, and it's probably true, our body also manages the way we, um, we feel time. We have time pass through us. Uh, this is another sentence you should never say in a in a in a date. But there's an episode of Bleach, an anime, <laughs> in, which, <laughs> in which there's this really fucked up guy that uh, that gets a lot of drugs into this other guy's body, and <laughs> and it really fucks up his his uh, the way he he feels time. So he starts putting a katana through his hand and the other guy gets insane because it feels like the katana has been going through his hand for 10,000 years or whatever, mm -hmm. just because of drug. And please yeah. never talk like this next to a woman you like or a guy or whatever. <laughs> so if a drug can affect her pass of time, and I'm saying anime is real, or am I? It is. It, it, it totally is. Okay. Yeah. But I, I mean, if I get drunk, I probably... If I get drunk and I'm having a good time with my friends, time mm -hmm. is going to go faster. Like, yeah, of course. It, You're mean, like, whoa, it's four o'clock? What the hell happened? Exactly. And, okay, <laughs> let, let's make a random test about time, and this is totally scientific. How many <laughs> minutes do you think we have been taking for? 20? 34. Whoa. Exactly. Exactly. And we thought that we, was, we were going to run out of topics, but... I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, because we're having a good time, we're talking shit, so time is flying by. Mm -hmm. And that might be nothing. Like, we could be experiencing time the exact same way, but our bra brain plays games on us. But it might not. You know, it, it might be something else. I don't know, Erica. I mean... So our perception of time differs with our, like, the way that we're feeling because, or the way that we're experiencing it. And yeah, I, I think that's absolutely true because you're going through these monumental things in your life and it just takes fucking ever. And then you're like a jaded adult working your shitty job that you hate day in, day out. And it's like, wow, I'm already 50 and like I haven't saved for retirement. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you're right. I mean, but what if, okay, so when you're a kid, you can do, oh, fuck, I, I don't know what to say. 
I can only think about really not say for word things. Okay, let's say it. Okay, so do it. With, when you're re- when you when you're ten, you can't jerk off. You're right. You know, but when you're twenty, you can't jerk off. You get the, that skill. You unlock that perk, and mm-hmm. you unlock it at around level level uh, 30, 13 or fourteen. <laughs> you get the XP, and then you start jerking off. So mm-hmm. when you're thirty. You're a master of jerking off because you've been doing it for more more time than you have been alive. So what if <laughs> what if time is something that um, that as you advance in age, your body gets accustomed to your body starts. There's probably not a single fucking page of scientific evidence of this, but fuck science. Um, this is we're just theorizing. We're spitballing, you know. We're exactly. Not ex- exactly. And there prop there may be a study of this, you know what I mean? But we're not scientists. We're just thinking as regular people. <laughs> and if if any one of our listeners takes his science advice from us of or any of his advice, please seek help. You you please. You, you're, you're in too, the wrong place. <laughs> you're not too late. I mean, there's probably a hotline you can call right now that's going to save you. Okay, anyways. It's not us. <laughs> not us. We, we're going to make it worse. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I mean, okay, so there was this guy. Fuck, I sh- really should have prepared this because I have li- I listened to so many Nodjob podcasts and I love them, but I know they're not mm-hmm. true. But from listening to them so much, I became a Nodjob myself. I became the thing <laughs> I swore to destroy. But I think there was this mathematician who who said there's a really big percentage that we are in a simulation and I'm not talking like the matrix. I'm talking like, okay, the whole thing, it's probably predisposed to run a certain algorithm and we represent them as something like me and you are NPCs. Not not really NPCs. I mean, because, okay. Do you believe there's free will? Uh, that's hard. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I, I believe there we have uh, destiny and we have free will and they are in a tense in a tense relation. Like you yeah. are bo- you are born for, for for something, but you can strand away from that. There's destiny well, yeah. and there's free will. Yeah. Of course. I think what? it's like, you know, magnets or whatever. There's a negative and a positive uh charge is that the right word that's batteries <laughs> <laughs> like polars poles poles i don't know i don't know what to say. yeah, yeah, yeah I, I get what yeah. you mean you're drawn to it but you can fight it some people can't yeah. fight it like mm-hmm. i'm a fucking nerd i was born from that and i can't fight it i'm gonna be a nerd whatever that happens but <laughs> <Nerds>. so- <laughs> but some people like they are born from something and they can fight it you know like th- there's yeah. this girl and i have been said I, i've said like there's this person like 20 times already who she was like the nephew of the guy who founded the westboro baptist church and, oh yeah i know her yeah uh, and and she became one of one of the good guys you know like she she like speaks out against it and maybe like tries to educate people on where they're coming from and not like uh saying that it's okay but she's saying hey this is why it is what it is and i don't believe that stuff anymore um but this is why they do that and these were the these were the conditions that we had to live under as members of the westboro baptist church exactly and there's also another guy who was actually a jihadist and he he became a more westernized and he left his terrorist movement 
and uh, he's actually speaks against that and he's like a fucking advisor to to groups now you know he was these people this woman and this guy they were born in a place where they were destined to be something like everything will have pointed to them for them to become something but they didn't because they fought it but Mm -hmm. Just because you fight something doesn't mean you're not going to become it. Like if right. you if you have a and sometimes I think the harder you fight, the more you're going to fail, and you're going to just become an even worse version of what you were supposed to be. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I, I agree that too. It there's there's so many things. I don't know. Life is so complex, and you can understand life by, by watching The Wire. But by HBO, <laughs> by the way, just just a shout out to my guys at The <laughs> Wire. Out. Stringer Bell, shout out. Oh my no, God. shout out. Um, what's his name? Omar. Omar. Yeah, Omar. Omar. Omar coming. I watched The Wire like once, once, uh, <laughs> once a year, and once I, a year. I felt very offended when you told me you live in Baltimore and you didn't, <laughs> you didn't go to the to the hood, you know. I did. I I did. <laughs> yeah, but you, you didn't leave it. You know, you didn't. I live did in not live it. You, you, no, you, but you, I did eat. Okay, shout out. Okay, to any Baltimore people out there, DMV people. Um, my favorite place to eat in Baltimore, besides Korean barbecue, um, at Honey Pig, it's called Hip Hop Fish and Chicken. Now that is a Baltimore classic. They got you know I love the catfish nuggets there and the chicken tenders. So Cat, good. Catfish nuggets. <laughs> yeah. How, do, how, do, how does a catfish taste like? I've never had that. <laughs> I you know you look at it on the menu and you're like, that's weird. I'm gonna try that. I guess because that's the type of person I am. You like, it's like um, it's fish that's fried. Y- you know, it sounds weird, but it's actually really good. Have you seen those videos? I don't know if those are catfishes, but those videos that guy guys put like coke on a hole in the ground. Oh ma- yeah, yeah, and yeah. Toothpaste, yeah. and then a fish comes out. Yeah, are those I don't cat- think those are catfish, but I think I think catfish are the ones that kind of have like mustaches. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm the, not the- sure. That's what I asked because sure. I think those fishes in the in the video has have most most that you know. <laughs> uh, If I Google catfish, it's about catfish the show. Fuck. Yeah, it does catfish fish? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Okay. Yes, what, catfish what? have mustaches. By the way. Oh yeah, the 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 fish from the hole they might be catfish. I'm not sure, but they look a lot like that. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's something I gotta try in the future. Oh, I guess that's why they call it catfish because they have whiskers. It's not a mustache. It's whiskers. Like cats have whiskers. What a relation! <laughs> I, I would have never figured that no, out gotta, on my you own. You gotta do a drop where it's like <laughs> boom, <laughs> like an explosion. I, I've had those moments where I realized something that was right in front of my nose for years, and I didn't notice. Like a logo. It happens a lot in logos. And there, there's this logo of the Milwaukee Brewers in baseball that it's like uh-huh. a glove and it's an M and a B. And I didn't notice until like two years ago. And I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, this is the greatest logo ever because it looks really good. And I'm going to make a, a post in the notes about this. Holy shit. That I, I, I mean, that whoever designed that logo is a genius. Or Anyways, like, you know, X, yeah. there's like an arrow in between there. Have you seen that? Yes. Yeah, I've seen yeah. that one. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen that one, but because someone pointed it out for me, and it was probably like a clickbait article, like 15 logos, you didn't know they had whatever you thought they had. Something right. Like that. Yeah. 
and I'm a to I'm a sucker for for clickbait. I hate clickbait. I'm a journalist and I hate it. And I've never practiced clickbait in my life. But there's some really good good clickbait out there. There are some articles that are like, you won't believe what happened when UFOs landed in Romania. I'm like, holy shit, <laughs> what the fuck happened, bro? I, I don't want to click, but uh, no one's going to know. We're going to, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Especially if it's like about, about a, a hot lady or something. Like, you won't you believe, but Mary Elizabeth Winstead did. And I'm like, fuck, I, I, I got to know, bro. I, I'm not going to believe it, but I, I got to do it. And it's like she brushed gotta, her teeth in public. You got to defend her honor. Make sure oh, yeah. I got to go in the comments and talk shit about everyone who, who offends yeah, her honor. Yeah. Hating honor. <laughs> Anyways, speaking of Romania. You Romania. Have, you have something to tell, tell us about Romania. Yes. So our Wikipedia black hole of the week trademark um you know it is about the 23 the events in 2013 Romania now i don't remember what your article was so like if you don't know the process we all we each click a random article on wikipedia and then we choose which one we think would be better for the show and i think you got like some type of animal um, again yeah, and, you know yeah. last last week we had moss so we're like okay let's move away from that but this yeah. one Did, it's kind of should we say which article we both got so that uh, people criticize or yeah. choose yeah i well, got 2013 in romania <laughs> <laughs> i got like a subumafu looking fuck like a lemur <laughs> he looked like fucking subumafu and i'm like fuck i'm sad because i read that that lemur actually died the lemur of the show i'm like fuck life you know like do you know who wishbone is the dog yeah he's already dead sorry for ruining your night yeah wow wow i'm upset <laughs> i can't even go on with this podcast anyway <laughs> anyways yeah we got 2013 in romania and so um this, yeah please. there's a lot of different events that happened in romania in 2013 now i could go let, let's start off with some good stuff that happened uh in romania in that year i'm not going to go through them all obviously uh, but let's go with some good stuff. So we have here in November, on November 2nd, uh, nearly 7,000 doctors, nurses, and dentists marched on Victory Avenue towards the Palace of the Parliament, demanding the allocation of 6% of GDP for health. Um, GDP, the GDP, the country's GDP go to healthcare, which, you know what, <laughs> that's probably better than the U.S. Um, so... That's really cool that they did that. I wonder if it happened, but, um, oh, and then in addition to that, uh, teachers took note, and on November 6th, more than 10,000 teachers protest in Victory Square, Bucharest, demanding the allocation of 6% of the GDP for education. Um, so I think those are positive things that happened in Romania uh, that year, but uh, there's a lot of weird things that happened i've kind of noticed that like a lot of uh, the bad things that have happened could have been easily avoided if they had like stricter um like rules <laughs> and uh standards for people um but it seems like so like like let's look at this um hold on okay so this one okay you might laugh but it's not funny, but it actually is. The circumstances of this are kind of funny. 
offend anybody, but on March 11th, um, three people from Bihor die and two others are in serious condition after they get drunk with sanitary alcohol. <laughs> sanitary alcohol, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Like rubbing alcohol. <laughs> yeah. I would assume that's what that is. Like, that's kind of close to what I'm drinking right now, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they well, died. <laughs> I'm really glad. I'm really glad you mentioned these people dying, and that's probably a horrible thing to say. But I'm really glad because you gave me a topic, a topic about talking about Romania. Because honestly, I don't know. I know nothing about Romania. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I know is that uh, my friend, shout out to GM if he's listening, and he had a very bad experience in Romania. I'm not gonna get into detail to not disrupt his privacy, but mm-hmm. he told me like on my last. To second to last stream uh, because yeah I'm a fucking nerd and I started streaming video games for no fucking reason he told me that Romania had one of the best internets in the whole um, EU like, what? Hey, yeah I, that was very random but whatever GM tells me I'm gonna believe it because he's a really smart guy you know so wow. yeah that, that, that's really fun and, and now that you mention alcohol especially rubbing alcohol we call that Al- 90 alcohol here. I think that's what it's called here too. Um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> we just call it rubbing alcohol, but there's different. Yeah. I suppose it has to do with it being 90% alcohol. But mm-hmm. here, uh, when homeless people or like, you know, yeah, homeless people, they r- run out of alcohol, they buy this thing. And the way that they filter it to make it drinkable, and I don't know if it's drinkable, like I'm not encouraging anyone to do this, <laughs> is that we eat a lot of baguette bread. You know what baguette bread is? Of course like I the, do. Yeah, they, they cut the baguette bread in half, then mm-hmm. put a, a pot under it, and then they filter the alcohol through the baguette bread. And what? whatever, yeah, and whatever <laughs> comes down, they drink it. and. It's fucked up, but again, I'm not encouraging anyone to do this. And if anyone, if anyone, because I'm saying this, does it and dies, I'm telling to their family members, you did a bad job raising this person because that that's not something you should do. And I'm I'm telling them you shouldn't do it. But yeah, I mean that that's the only thing that I can think about robbing alcohol and uh, and Romania. And I'm Romania. Su- <laughs> I'm sure Romania is a great country. <laughs> But I am an ignorant motherfucker, and I, I, I know, know nothing about Romania as well. Have um, you, have, but have, yeah. Uh huh. Go ahead. Have you seen Peaky Blinders? No, you told me I need to watch that. It's so I'm, good. Yeah. It's so good. But well, these are British gypsies, and I oh, think a, lo- a lot yeah, of yeah. yeah, I think a lot of gypsies come from Romania, mm-hmm. and that's pretty cool. Yeah. What What really caught my eye from 2013 in Romania was this. Uh, terrible tragedy let me find it in which uh, around in april 10 and i'm sorry if whoever got uh, affected by this is listening i'm not making fun um, i'm not making a uh, fun of you about 2000 pigs you know die in a fire at a farm located in the commune of andritz atumar country the prejudice being almost 1.5 million lay i suppose lay is the coin so I'm a very technical guy and I'm a tech wizard, so I went to Google and I Googled <laughs> 1.5 million lay to dollars and that's around $340,000. So 
So wow. yeah, 2,000 pigs in Romania is around $340,000 in case you guys were, were I mean, wondering. Is that kind of cheap though? <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. I mean, you how, think about how, it. How, how much is a fucking pig? Okay, let's let's go on I eBay. don't know. <laughs> let's go on eBay and try to buy a pig. Let's, this is what it all comes down to. Going on eBay, okay, pig. Let's see. Fuck, I, I'm getting like Costa Rican eBay. And I'm getting <laughs> pig art. Okay, yeah, this, this didn't go as I... Can you buy livestock on eBay? I have no idea, okay. How to buy a pig. How to buy a mini pig. I don't want a mini pig. I want a Romanian pig. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to do this, but whatever. Yeah, probably a pig is like... Uh, in US, here you go. Here it is. Pig cost <laughs> in US. Last value from February 2020. No, 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 April 3rd, 2020, sorry. Okay. $46.30. Oh, fuck that. A pig is not that cheap. No. Probably like, okay, if I try to buy, to buy a whole pig to eat here, mm -hmm. it's probably going to be north of $100. A live pig should be more expensive than that. I suppose, yeah. like maybe $200 or... Okay, here's the thing. I know nothing about livestock, so... I don't either. Whatever. So, all of our farmers listening out there, we're sorry. Please educate okay. us. Okay, but, but okay, let's talk about this big tragedy in Romania, because totally, yeah. this is totally podcast topic. I suppose mm -hmm. that $340,000 for 2,000 pigs, it has to do with the farm burning down also. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, like of the course. structure that held 2,000 pigs, because 2,000 mm -hmm. pigs are a shit ton of pigs. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose it's a big fucking space. I've never had a pig before. Yeah, I've seen how they kill one, and it wasn't a very nice experience because they hit it with a hammer in the middle of the of the eyes, and of course that fucking pig was alive after that, and they had to hit beat the fuck out of the head of the thing. But uh, and I was a kid, so I got it. I had. I mean, it came out. It, it came out it in came a, in a therapy or or two, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean that that's that's fucked up that's fucked up fucking pigs man yeah i mean well, april april is smell delicious at first like we may imagine mm, there's um, no seasoning so i don't think so <laughs> you you, th you think so i mean well i don't know like when i was uh back on guam we uh we roasted pigs when there was parties and you know what to be honest so good but i'm kind of sad that the pig had to be roasted but like i'm sorry it was delicious so you're right it probably smelled good it's it's always sad when an animal dies until you start eating. Until yeah. you start eating it, you're like exactly, oh. exactly. Worth okay, it. okay, let's <laughs> let's go let's go for this topic, Erica. Whatever. I mean, we're already fifty four minutes in, but fifty four. Do you have anything better to do? Do you have anything better to do? Than no, I don't. Well? I really don't. Yeah, me neither. Sure. So let, let's go a bit farther this time. It's it's the second episode. It's miles. Well, you know? yeah, no, everyone's <laughs> hanging out with us. I hope they are. I hope you know what? If you didn't, we should put this in the description. Everybody, grab a drink because we're just talking. We're just talking shit. Um, but there's other. Uh, there's like a theme here in 2013 in Romania, and I don't know <laughs> if <laughs> I don't know if it got better in 2014. Maybe I'll have to compare that at some point. But it seems like there's tons of people that are either getting poisoned uh, from like bad food supplies, or like there's tons of people here getting uh, carbon monoxide poisoning, or like um, here we go. 
this is this is just one so like no here's <laughs> here's one so underneath the pig line april 18 80 children get intoxicated at a school at piatra Nyumt. i'm probably butchering that after they eat from a catering company and then in june 14th on june 14th it says over 70 students and teachers at a school at Satu Mare are hospitalized with symptoms of food poisoning after they attend the graduation banquet held at a restaurant in the city. At a restaurant in the city, so like what it sounds like is Romania needs to get like uh, better health inspectors uh, <laughs> looking at the food supply <laughs> because have you ever, <laughs> have you ever gotten of... food poisoning? No, I have. A re- I have a stomach of steel. Like it's really crazy. I am also one of the hashtag stomach of steel legion, but <laughs> I once got food poisoning and it, it wasn't fun. Yeah, it, what it you was, eat? Okay, so there's this place here, here called uh, Central Market, which is fucking delicious. Everything there is very unsanitary, but it's good. I think you showed me a video of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I showed you a bit of that. And I, actually, I think I actually show, told you this, so... You know, I'm a very fancy guy and I like taking my girls out for uh, <laughs> for fancy meals. So I took a girl there. Mm-hmm. And whoever lives in Costa Rica, if they're listening to this, they know that's, that's, that's not fancy at all. I mean, it's like taking you to eat street food at a shitty place. But, but yeah, I, I'm a romantic, really good, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a romantic. So I took her there for lunch. I think it, I didn't take her. We were meeting there to eat something. And it's a Colombian place or at, at least ran by Colombian. So, of course, when you go to a Colombian place, there's only one thing you can order, lasagna. And mm-hmm. I got lasagna. And I think they didn't wash the freaking lettuce. Ugh. Because I got so sick from that. And I talked to the girl, like, two days after, and she was like, yeah, I spent the fucking day in the toilet. And I'm like, yeah, I did too. <laughs> Fuck, no. I, mean, I never ate. I never ate at that place after that uh, but uh-huh. i i've eaten again in the central market it's really good you can go for like four four dollars and get a a big meal and it's oh it's good it's good because you know how our, our generation has gotten healthier and we are not eating big grease as much as as we used as to we used to well, these people cook with pigris, and there's one thing about pigris. It's fucking delicious. Like, it's fucking delicious. What is that, so lard? Good, yeah, so lard, good. lard, yeah. Oh. Like, if you make something with lard, it tastes better. It tastes it so does. much better. Man. It honestly does. Yeah. So. It's not a common ingredient that we use anymore, because, well, I think if I would ever cook with lard, which I'm not ruling it out, but <laughs> outside. <laughs> outside in a, like, outside kitchen. It's it's really um, good, but I I think I, I'm remembering this time where I may or may not have gotten food poisoning. Um, but I don't think it was food poisoning. I think it was just I did not react well. But <laughs> um, so like my mom, she invited me. She's like, "Hey, we're going to this comedy club. Like, do you want to go? Me and my coworkers." And I'm like, "Okay, sure." So, um, they all meet at this restaurant. It's like a chain restaurant. And I refuse to eat there because, well, I really hate chain restaurants. I'm sorry to be like a snob, but I kind of am in that way. But anyway, we went to this chain restaurant called Cheddar's. And I refused to eat there because I'm like, the name is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, but we find, we ate there. And that was, I think, the first and last time I ever. But um, yeah, I got <laughs> like a real adult. I got chicken tenders. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, chicken tendies is the way to go. I don't blame you. I don't <laughs> well, blame yeah, you. if you're like, if you're like not feeling any of the other food and you know what, whatever, it's all microwaved anyway, um, <laughs> at these kinds of places. Uh, so like, whatever. So I got, uh, the chicken tenders. And then, so like after that, we make our way over to the comedy club, whatever. And like, I'm sitting there, I'm having my drink or whatever. And then all of a sudden I'm like, my stomach is killing me like i just felt like sharp pains and i'm like shit like literally shit <laughs> so I had, to, I had to go i was like mom i'm so sorry i had to leave and like i took an uber home <laughs> and uh yeah like but that i think my only experience with uh quote food poisoning but well, that's not that bad but i'm glad you didn't die from chicken tenders because that would be that, <laughs> that would have been, been an epic yeah. death to be honest yeah ima imagine like your local your local um newspaper local lady mm -hmm. dies from chicken tenders yeah i don't know <laughs> local lady gets fingered and dies i don't know i, don't know. I probably could have gotten creative with death that, from with fingers death from death fingers, by fingers yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know god damn it i'm really glad you're not dead and i don't say that lightly okay erica i mean we we got to the hour mark right now in oh, wow. the devoided podcast and we have many topics but <laughs> i wanna i wanna tell people to follow us on instagram yes at devoided pod devoided pod we already have one follower so don't miss out on the phone shout out to joseph or bubba um He's our first follower, so thank you for. We yeah. hope you keep. Thank you a lot for that. And well, what if we? Okay, I'm gonna propose something to you. What mm -hmm. if we keep the topics that we were gonna talk about for the next episode? But next week, we make two episodes: a normal one and a special <gasps> one. What do you think? I I think that's a great idea. All right. Well, this was the second episode of Devoided. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Do you have a final comment, Erica? No, I just want to say thank you all for listening. And we hope to see you next week. All right, you cool cats and kittens. I had to say that. <laughs> That's Shout out to Carol Baskins. She did nothing Shout wrong. out to Carol Baskins. All right. Have a good night, everyone. Or a day or afternoon. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. <laughs>